Our next guest is always controversial. I wonder where he would have watched the Matildas last night. Richie Callender, good morning. Where'd you watch the game, mate? Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Bulldog. I watched it on the big screen. Uh, luckily, the big screen's in my lounge room. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. I, I know your daughters love the footy. I know your daughters love the footy. A hundred percent, Ray. I, look, you start thinking back when you like. I've been obviously with my daughters a mad uh, football fan. I remember going to because uh, a friend of mine who uh, used to coach the Matildas, Alan Stadjic, the great man who's now with Perth Glory, but coached uh, the Philippines. We used to go back and watch the. Uh, we used to go to the Sydney FC training. They used to train at a high school up at Seven Hills when my daughter was progressing through and Alan used to help her along uh, as a soccer player and we'd go there and go and watch the Sydney FC play and there'd be no one there watching. So it's great to see um, the level of Australian women's football just progress to. It's just amazing to see what it is now. It really is. Rich, what took your eye yesterday at Rose Hill? Uh, look, a, a few things. I, 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 look, James McDonald, we know he can ride. Uh, we we know Jason Collins a great rider. I just he's been a good rider. I think yesterday signalled that Tyler Schiller, he's not here to play second fiddle to anyone. He rode three absolute rippers, smashing eagle, and the last was an absolute beauty. You just mentioned Kintai then with Gary Portelli's galloper. He rode three winners yesterday, and they are all ripping rides. No hard luck stories, momentum, he finds room. He he won't be playing second fiddle. He's not going to say, oh, oh James on this one, I'll see if I... No, no, I'm mm. Tyler Schiller. You book me straight up. Yeah, he rode a treble. James McDonald rode a treble. James could have ridden five or six because Cabalas got into an awkward spot, was unlucky. Garza Blanca in the last was unlucky. But that's racing. Um, no quarter asked or given in Sydney racing these days, Rich. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, yeah. Look, I'm not sure if we've got the, the biggest depth, but we've got top draw at the top. And next Saturday, well, we get to see Hugh Bowman and Brent Novdala back riding in Sydney, mm. picking up a couple of rides for Chris Waller in the Wink State. So exciting to see two big names back riding as well. It's coming around fast, isn't it? That's the first Group 1 of the new season, and it's going to be an outstanding race. And yesterday was a portent of things to come as well too, Rich, because I, I think the three winners that James McDonald rode could all be big players this spring. Olentia looks a real talent. Tis Invincible broke her maiden in style. And Pericles, I know he just held off Madame Pomery, but don't undersell Madame Pomery. She's a Group 1 winner already, and she looks back in a big, big way too. All three winners of J-Mac yesterday, definite can, spring carnival contenders, Rich. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, you don't often break your maiden uh, in a listed race like the Rosebud. And the Rosebud... It was only a smallish field, but full of quality. And uh, Tiz Invincible, I thought, was terrific, no doubt. Yeah, I agree with you, Ray. Uh, Madame Pomery, I think sometimes we forget that uh, she's already a Group 1 winner and she was back in good order. I had to speak to um, Chris Waller just prior to the first yesterday about a different matter. And uh, I said, oh, what's your best of the day? He said, oh, Lentia. He said, she's Group 1. Wow, and yeah. like, like you mentioned earlier, Ray, you don't get Chris saying that. Mm. Uh, so... That lady, Denise Martin, even the star thoroughbreds, those purple colours and the white, they, they seem to find a good horse <laughs> every year. They do, yeah. Well, she's five from six now, and the turn of foot that she showed yesterday, James McDonald made reference to his previous ride on Alentia earlier this year, Rich, and you might have been on track that day. It was Hawkesbury, and it took Alentia all day to win, but yesterday, her turn of foot from back of the field, she put that race to bed, so to speak, to use that cliche, Rich, in about three bounds. And the and the good thing about her win yesterday was, Ray, uh, Timmy Ryan, the great man from the tab, he's, 
they had a big lead bulldog the tab. They were they were Skype. They're in the office. They're having lollies thrown around. They're having little parties. After a few shorties, he got beat. Wineglass Bay got beat. Cabalas got beat. <laughs> he said, and this will just fill up the coffers for the next six months. And all they did from a dollar ninety to two dollars to two twenty to two fifty to two sixty to two ninety on Alentia. <laughs> and Richie Boy, who was already having a very bad day, said, "Thank you, thank you, thank you." <laughs> and I think everyone expected Tri-State yet an easy time in front. And look, she got a nice time. And Tri-State's going enormous and will win races for Anthony Cummings. But this girl's she is top draw capital letters, Alentia. Yeah, she is. Uh, just one final one. Travelling Kate, like you mentioned, Wine Glass Bay maybe got to the front too, but the leader dropped off. But Travelling Kate, um, this is a mare that looked like she was heading to stud this spring. She's a six-year-old, well-bred mare by Savabile, but. Maybe she's been told because she is in a career form surge at the moment. A lot to like about the way she knuckled down and, and ran down Wineglass Bay late, Rich. Well, I, I reckon sometimes, you know, when horses, something happens in a race and you ride them a little bit different to previous starts. Like Travelling Kate, they wanted to lead at Canterbury mm. and they put the pressure on and they had to take a sit. And I think Jean Van Overmeer may have rode it that day. And you thought Villadon was home. And then Travelling Kate got out and went bang. And yesterday they come out with the intention to take a sit again. And she's attacking the line so much better now. He's a very good trainer, Brad Whittup. Yeah, um, I couldn't agree with you more, right? I think Wine Glass Bay uh, attacks the winning post just as I'd, Bulldog and I would attack a, the edge of a cliff at the moment. <laughs> uh, I thought the Blinkers might have done the trick for Wine Glass Bay yesterday because mm. he wanted to come back again on the line. But no, Travelling Kate, Brad Whittup. Um, I agree with you, Ray. I don't think there's much between that style of race yesterday and a few of our black type, you know, yeah. listed group three middle distance races. And you never know, she might be able to knock one of those off. And I highlighted a cup, highlighted a winner yesterday at Canberra. Actually, I wouldn't mind highlighting too and just quickly get your opinion. Ajita for David Payne. Talk about a trainer who can find a good horse. I know it was only his second start, only a maiden, but there's something about Ajita and dancing alone. Bryce Hayes has placed this mare. Uh, patiently taking her through the grades. She's four from four. She's got exceptional um, finishing speed. She can run brilliant time. She's city class. Yeah, the the, the big win for uh, Dancy Lane was that she carried a big weight and the leader ran along that quick. Mm. They looked like they were going to, like you didn't stop. It led by eight or ten. Belieber. Uh, Belieber yeah. uh, yeah. out in yeah. front. And it just made her carry the weight. Her other win, she's been able to travel up and then accelerate. She was chasing from the 600 with the big weight. And I honestly thought, uh, well, I think it was Brad Whittup's horse, who got to the lead, and I thought, you'll just hold it at bay. But then she showed that little bit of quality mm. late. In relation to David Payne's Ajita, well, remember that day at Ramwick? There, there no one was making up ground off a slow speed. And bang, it come from well back. So... Yeah, I agree. I think it's certainly going places at Judy. Its win was very good. I think we're seeing more winners come out of the provincial Saturdays. Michael Friedman had a very promising one there last Saturday, I think. Is it called Pushy? That's uh, I know, a, I know the I horse. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we're seeing more and more horses go there, get killed. Yeah. I think Bjorn Baker started a few years ago. You, uh, confidence is everything, whether it's a, a young kid in sport, whether it's an animal too. Bjorn Baker took horses to Orange, to Bathurst. They get the kill. They know what it's like to win. Bang, they progress through the grades. Yeah, 100%. Hey, Richie, appreciate as always. Go to Matilda's Wednesday night, and we'll, we'll talk next Sunday, Rich. 
We certainly sorry. Hold on one second. Sorry, mate. One, I'm just at the gym. Mate, I'll be there in one second. Sorry, boys. Have a great Sunday. Say hello to Jim for me. There's Richie Callender at the gym. Fantastic.